Running Sentences presents Polyarts, Episode 6, The Office is a Mess. With Lawrence now working for Alice, Hook finds his office slowly falling into anarchy, unable to get things filed away as the secretaries are ever-changing. This is a work of fiction. All of the characters, names, businesses, and events are purely from the author's imagination. Any such resemblance to actual people in living or dead, or any actual events, is purely accidental and coincidental. These characters are all wholly imaginary. Copyright 2020, Running Sentences Podcast. Hoke paced about his art council office, looking slightly disheveled as he made his way around his new filing system. A system that consists of filing cabinets strewn about the office with stacks of paper put around them because they were already full. His newest secretary, Ursula, stood nearby holding another pile of papers while trying to work a filing cabinet get it open, but with no free hands, this is mostly a fruitless task. Alice pushed the office door open and carefully stops, just poking her head in. Commissioner, uh, yes, do you need me to? I have some event to go to. Well, as I, I'd like to talk to you, but out here, where it isn't as much of a mess. Alice pulled her head back so that she's on the other side again, and Hook had to dance his way through the piles to the open door and get out. Stepping outside to what was formerly Lawrence's desk, Hook came to a stop at an area that was a bit cleaner, but a, not a whole lot. There were still papers piled up and up and but over here, no filing cabinets had hastily been put up to put files in. In a sour mood, he slammed his office door shut, to which Alice, who stood as close to the desk as she dared, fearing that some papers might take a tumble with a wrong step, winced. She watched in horror and a mix of relief that none of the papers seemed to particularly bother by this suddenness. Relieved, she turned and looked at Hook, who was straightening himself up. So, what is it? An important meeting? Has the state legislature been called to an emergency session? None of that has happened as far as I know, and you would be better informed about emergency sessions than I. What I wanted to know is if Ursula, the temporary secretary, is up to your standards. And as if she knew her name was being talked about, Ursula stormed out of Hook's office with a stack of papers still in her hand, and stopped in front of Hook. She handed the papers and then looked over to Alice. This job... Is not worth this money. And with that, she walked away and was soon gone. We cannot continue with this, Commissioner. We need you to find a secretary and let them file this paperwork away. Or at the very least, let them use the computers for most of these. I'm trying, but they all run away after a day exclaiming that they don't want to take part in partisan politics and fighting the system. What was wrong with Devin? He was decent. He didn't do any of the filings and had a variety of criminal charges against him for illegally entering a military base. Well, find me someone like him or like Lawrence. Speaking of which, I thought I saw him around here the other day. Yes, he does work for the civil service still. So in an office building filled with civil services offices, you might catch a sight of him. Oh yes, that would make sense. It's, it's already evening. I'm going home for the day. And I, I won't be around for a few days due to state meetings and party meetings and so on and so forth that we have to have. I see. Do you mind if I have a crack at cleaning up this mess then? Hawk, who had sort of tr 
half-trotted away, shrugged, and then glumly turned and headed off down the hallway. This left Alice shaking her head at the sight of retreating Hook, and she then decided it was best to get back to work. She entered her office, where Lawrence was sitting, looking over the latest papers of the day. She headed for her desk. I'm not going to do it. Not for double pay, and he won't be around for a week or two. You practically have the place to yourself and getting things looking like they should. The council can't keep looking like this. Our department must look nice compared to others. I'd want overtime pay, and assurances that he can't come in for any reason. I'll tell him that there's a rare mold that's been found, and that staying away like he already was going to do was a great idea. And it will only be this one time that I'm cleaning up and filing away all of the paperwork. Promise? We have some more secretaries coming to try out for the job, if you could help them along the way. I have a choice in the matter? No, not if you want this to be a one-time thing. Fine, we'll start, I'll start on it tomorrow then. That would be perfect. Lawrence rose from his seat and walked out with a wave of his hand. Alice acknowledged this with a wave of her own hand, and she settled in to finish the last of her work for the day. Hook had gone home, and true to his word, planned to stay away from the Art Council to concentrate on his state work at the legislature. It was that next day when he marched his way through the afternoon mess of people at the state legislature lobby, moving about to get somewhere else and where all of these people were. He paid them no mind as he headed for the exit. Karen Hunter, who he had failed to notice, had caught up to him as he was walking. Ahem, Hook? Hook glanced about and realized that his fellow state senator, who had offered him some advice on the budget of his council, was looking at him and trying to get his attention. Oh, um, Karen, hello, how are you? Is there something wrong? Did I break some unwritten rule in the meeting sessions? Why are you thinking that I want to accost you about things I don't care about? Oh, I heard rumors that you'd been appointed as a sub-whip to the party whip to chase down little cases, negligence, and so on and so forth. I haven't. But I heard rumors about your office falling into disrepair. The state party is unhappy when it hears about such things like that. Oh? Just a warning that you'll probably be moving your budget meeting with the legislature forward to, say, two days from now. Oh dear, uh, but I haven't been given a proper warning. It will take time to organize any defense of my department without two days warning. Ah, uh, good. You got the message. Good luck. She turned and walked off, leaving Hook standing in a spot frozen in his fear. This lasted for more than a few seconds before he broke into a run for the exit. He wound up racing across town to get to the art council building, and as he did, called Alice to give her a heads up that he was coming in since he didn't have a secretary. As he pulled his car into the parking space at the art council building, he noticed Alice standing on the nearby sidewalk looking over at him. He made a mental note to prepare for battle with her as he gets out of his car and strides towards the building itself. Sir? We have a terrible problem. The state legislature is moving our budgetary meeting to two days from now. We're not even close to being ready. Sir, the office is closed. What? A mold was found in the office, necessitating that it be closed down to people for a week. I can direct you to a temporary office where you'll find a clean space to work uncluttered by files and only the files you need. 
That sounds nice. Is it far? Alice produced a piece of paper with an address scribbled on it and handed it over. Simply put this address into your GPS and away you'll go. Hook stared at the address and then looked back at Alice. This is my home address. Yes, you noticed. All of your hard council office work can be done from home. If you need anything, email me and I'll get it sent over to you via email or fax if I can. But you don't want to work from home? Well, I, I guess I could do some work from home. I, it's just that I, I... Don't worry about it. You'll get the paperwork you need and you can prepare for the defense. Defeated, Hook headed back to his car and puzzled by the whole thing, while Alice watched him carefully with her arms crossed. He watched her watching him and then slowly got into his car and started it. After a little while, he pulled out of his parking space and drove off, still very confused by what had just happened. Once he was finally gone, Alice turned and hurried back inside, heading up to the office. As she rushed her way into Hook's office, which had been slightly cleaned up by Lawrence, who was sitting in a nearby chair looking over a file to see what it was all about, Alice, who went over to Hook's desk, began her search for the budgetary papers, but there were still too many scrambled files all over the place. You're looking for something? Hook's files and the budget. He needed them as the commission that approves the budget and has moved forward the hearing on us. Oh, he got up from his chair and wandered towards Hook's desk. I think I saw, I last saw them over here. He pointed towards the corner on the desk and Alice stepped over and began looking over that corner without actually touching anything in case it caused something to fall over. Lawrence then waved his hand near the calendar blotter and he realizing that he might have gotten the direction wrong. Yes, go get back to cleaning this up. Uh, the new secretary will be in tomorrow. Hopefully this one can stick around. Lawrence wandered back to where he was and to organizing files as he flopped into his chair. Alice, however, had gently began pushing papers aside until she found a manila folder with the words budget stamped across it and pulled it carefully out of the pile to check it over. Satisfied that this is what she needed, she headed out of the office. She had wandered back to her office and found herself busily scanning budgetary files that Hook had noted and marked up. The office phone had begun to ring and she moved over to pick it up while trying to keep an eye on the scanner. Hello, this is Alice of the State Art Council's office speaking. Ha! I caught you. The offices are open. Um, she would sigh, trying to come up with a quick solution, and wondered if she could blame it on redirecting the call to her cell phone, but gave up on the thought. Alright, I'm in the office, and you need to be out of the office. We're cleaning up the mess of files for the betterment of the council. You, on the other hand, only seem to add to our mess, which we cannot have. That's not fair. I don't care. Your files have been scanned and, and will be sent to you shortly. Is there anything else you need, or were you just intent on being right about something? Mostly, I, I just wanted to be right, but get those files to me quickly. I don't have time to not know all of the details of what we're asking. When can I come into the office, by the way? Give it a week or so. We will have you back in standard operating levels. I will call you when you can come. I'm not so sure that standard operating levels are what's wanted or needed. We still need to figure out how to broadly spend the money assigned to us by the state and so on. Less needs to go to your office. And less will. 
That's what we worked out, what we're trying to propose to the commission. Now, if that's all you need from me, I need to get these files scanned so that I can send them to you ASAP. Yes, right, yeah, do that. Hook had hung up his phone, allowing Alice to do likewise, and she returned to the scanning of the remaining files of the folder. She would spend her rest of the afternoon into the evening doing this and double-checking to make sure that she had all the files before sending them off. She would also spend a fair amount of time assisting Lawrence when she could during the double-checking of Hook's office for files. The two, having thoroughly worked themselves tired, decided to call it a night and headed down the hallway. As they both clambered aboard an elevator and hit the button for the lobby floor, Lawrence leaned against the cool wall of the elevator, thankful for a bit of support. Thanks for the help in getting the files where they needed to go. You're welcome. I figured it would be better to help you get it done in case the commissioner would show up. Speaking of our lovely, or not so much lovely, boss, are you potentially interested in returning to be his secretary? Lawrence gave an emphatic shake of his head no, as the elevator sank its way down towards the lobby. As they exited the elevator and began to head for the exit of the lobby, Hook came charging in. He looked over at Lawrence for a second and then to Alice. I can't read the notes on my scanned copy that you sent me. It's up in the office. I'll go get it. I'm coming with you. Alice waved goodbye to Lawrence, who was already headed to the doors as Hook had already headed towards the elevator. She trailed behind, careful but tired. They entered Hook's now cleaner office, but it still had a few filing cabinets hanging around the place, just in the way. She headed directly for his desk, where she'd put the file back in place. Hook wandered about the office, enjoying being able to walk in and about the place. The art on the walls was beginning to show again. Yes, very nice. This will be cleaned up in no time. Who did you get to do all of this? Your former secretary, since he's the only one who could figure out how you wanted things to work here. Oh, well, as long as it's getting done, I guess that's all right. You know, you might be able to get him back as your secretary. I can't do that. I need someone who's completely on my side and is willing to fight against the civil service while being employed by the same service. You're so set on them being from the civil service. Well, what if I were to go out and hire my own person who didn't have to be the part of the civil service? And you're willing to pay for them? Well, I mean, I could. we could work it into the budget, I suppose. Well, I don't care if you would do that, but the state and the state's union generally look down upon such things. She had picked up the file off the desk and brings it over to Hook, handing it to him and heading for the door. You wouldn't fight me on hiring someone? She had stopped near the door, her hand on the doorknob as she turned to him. If you have someone who can learn the system from Lawrence or yourself and can jump through all the security hoops, then yes, I suppose we could bring them aboard and we don't necessarily have to tell anybody. Good, uh, then we will... Then... I will have, I, I think I have a good person will show up tomorrow morning bright and early and ready and you'll be amazed. Alice smirked at this thought and stepped out of the office. Hook looked down at his papers trying to read them as he walked towards the door. He missed that door by a few feet, thankfully not running into anything but a wall. Surprised by this sudden wall, he reorganized himself and, and closed the folder 
decided that looking ahead was the better idea as he headed out. The next morning came around all too quickly for Alice, who found herself standing in the art council building lobby. She was on the lookout for the passing workers who were coming in and waiting for a young woman to show up who was looking questionably around at what was going on. It took a few minutes of waiting, and she had to stuffle more than a few yawns after a long night of studying budgetary situations. Susanna Bruce walked in a few seconds later, looking about the place. This Alice took as her opportunity to see if this was the secretary that Hook was talking about. Hello, were you... are you the new art commissioner secretary that Morgan Hook hired? Uh, yes, he sent me your Alice. I'm Susanna Bruce, daughter of the governor. I can't wait to work for you and get art done. I see we will not have to have any issues with security, as I'm sure the governor cleared you through and through. If you'll follow me over to security, we'll get you a temporary pass and then upstairs to help Lawrence. Alice led Miss Susanna over to the security and then through the process of getting a temporary badge. The two then headed on upstairs. Alice and Susanna had settled into the elevator as it rose to get up to the art council floor. The ride was a mostly uneventful one, but Susanna didn't seem like she wanted to say something. I have to ask, why is my security pass temporary? All passes start out as temporary. Even the commissioner's pass started as a temporary one. It's just the way security does things, and I don't think anyone's figured out a way to change security's mind in the matter. Plus, you are currently a temporary staff member. Oh, I, I see. Could my father... Yes, potentially, but uh, that would look like favoritism if the press were to find out. Best to just go along with things for now. I'm sure it'll be fine. The elevator dinged its pleasant, if slightly annoying ding, as it announced their arrival on their floor. Alice stepped out, followed by Susanna. As she led Susanna down the hallway towards the door to Hook's office, she stopped at the desk that had been Lawrence's. She waved her arms at the papers and files that still covered the desk Susanna would occupy for the day. This is your desk area. Once it's cleaned up, it will look much better. We are currently going through that process, and I should warn you, it isn't much better inside of the commissioner's office. Why is it such a mess? Lawrence, who was Mr. Hook's former secretary, resigned after being unhappy with the job, let's say. And after that, no one knew the system, and Hook kept changing things on the new secretary. Papers and files got topped onto one another as they waited to be dealt with, but rarely were. Oh, I see. Yes, now if you'll follow me inside. She opened the door to the office, leading Susanna into the still slightly disorganized room. Lawrence was wandering about, carrying a box. He looked over to see them enter. Oh, hello. I take it you're the new secretary. Yes, I'm Susanna Bruce, and I'm here to see if I might be a good fit for the job, as has the army of attempted secretaries before you. It's part of the reason we wound up in this mess, but I'm sure you'll be fine. Lawrence, if you could take over, I have a meeting to get to. Lawrence put down his box and headed over to the desk. He takes up the seat behind the desk that Hook normally uses and pushes a few papers away from the computer so he can get it up and running. Right, come on, Susan. He signals her for to come over and she heads over to him reluctantly. She seems unsure of herself as Alice headed out. Is this job mostly filing things or is there more to it and I'm just missing all of it because of the papers that are hanging around the office? 
It is a bit more than that. There is the filing and figuring out what needs to go where. Then there's the whole keeping minutes of any meetings, scheduling meetings, and keeping those minutes as well. And generally keeping the office running when the commissioner is in. Alice doesn't keep the office running? Yes and no. She keeps the overall structure of the place running. Running the civil service side of the situation. The personal secretary keeps things running for the commissioner so that they don't notice all of the background noise going on. Oh, that's the job? Yep. You're managing the manager so that the manager can somehow manage if they need any help. Alice doesn't need much help, uh, which is why I'm working for her now. Okay, yeah, sounds dull. But well, what is there to learn then? Well, I'll show you the meeting schedule for a hook and how to put things on into the schedule and take them out. Then we will get to the filings about what needs to happen with those. Lawrence began to point out things on the screen and the two of them got down to learning all the boring and not in any way interesting system which allowed them to schedule Hook's schedule. Susanna nodded along, looking a bit lost. They'd spent a good portion of the morning at this end till it looked like she couldn't take any more. He then decided to give her a bit of a break and let her out of the office. She was in a rather confused and dazed state and she soon found herself in what would be her desk chair. He smiled gently as she slowly comes to the realization she's no longer in the office, but still is surrounded by papers. So, the files are all sorts of chaotic. No, they're in order. It is generally the way business works, I think. Files are put where they're needed and Till needed, and what happens here is that someone didn't bother to keep things where they were supposed to go. Alice, who'd come out of her office and into the area where they stood, comes to a stop to listen to their conversation. She looked over inquisitively at the two of them, but neither have seemed to have noticed that she's there. It's all about management, though. Exactly. If you wanted to think about it a bit differently, we're a bit like crows. We take shiny objects, in this case, papers, and hide them away in our nest, which are filing cabinets. You're crows now. Lawrence turned around surprised as Susanna cranes her head around the side to see Alice. In a sense, I guess? Well, whatever gets the point across. Try not to overload Susanna's mind. She is the governor's daughter, and we don't want him poking around us. She is? He then turned to look over at Susanna. You are? Yes, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I sometimes say it to put people a little off and surprised, or just blurt it out when I'm nervous and I need something to say. Well, thank you for that piece of knowledge. Have you shown around the rest of the building, or or the pretty much abandoned break room? Abandoned? I'll take that as a no. I have to meet up with the commissioner in a pre-legislature meeting, the legislature commission for the budget. Can you hold the office down? Yeah, I, I think I can get to that, Alice. Alice then headed off down the hallway, leaving Lawrence and Susanna where they were. Susanna, of course, eager, looked to Lawrence. Abandoned break room. Hyperbole of the highest nature, though it does have a bit of an abandoned feeling to it in the sense that it hasn't been restocked in some time. We can visit the other offices around the building if you want. There are a lot of civil service groups stuck in this building. She, however, stood up and pointed down the hallway. Abandoned break room first, then maybe the other offices if there's any interesting ones out there. Lawrence 
could only offer a shrug and turn to head down the hallway. Susanna was just behind him, now eager and having lost most of the dazed look that she had just minutes before. They found the break room down the hallway, which was empty aside from a small spider web that had been built next to the coffee maker. This is the break room. There's nothing to it aside from that spider web right now. Why is it like this? Budgetary means, uh, it's the budget. We spent our break room funds, and until we get a new budget, no food or drink in this for this space. That's how the state operates? I can't speak for every sector. I'm sure the legislature ignores this for the most part and gets their snack. But yeah, you get so much budget for things, and then if it's out, it's out. And when will this be restored to its proper glory? Alice and Hook will soon be arguing for the Budgetary Commission, so maybe soon. Then you'll get this room back. Yeah, but I'm actually kind of surprised this room hasn't been suddenly locked off from us. I guess the, the commission that runs the office building doesn't know that we've run out of funds yet. Can we go meet them? Well, they're on the top floor, but we might manage to swing by them if you follow me. We can see more sights around this place that aren't all that interesting. Lawrence edged his way to the exit and was followed by Susanna, who now lost all of her dazed and confused look. Alice and Hook, on the other hand, were in a state legislature meeting room. Both sat at a table across from another table that had been raised on a little platform, from which Balder, Karen Hunter, and Andrew Bartholomew peered down on them from. Karen is mostly busy organizing paperwork in her filing, in her little briefcase while Abraham seems to be busy on his phone most of the time. Our budget is within the means that we've been asked to keep it, but we are asking for funds to make sure that we are operating on a level that we should be. After all, you don't want the civil servants on the streets protesting. For that reason, we, we've asked for and made up a budget which sends funds to a fund. It operates on a very simple ideal of you send us fund, we send funds into a separate operating fund, from which that the state legislature might have greater oversight. Boulder, who had taken a great interest in this, leaned forward. Why? Alice looked over to the commissioner, who had shuffled in his chair a little uncomfortably. Two reasons. Firstly, this is to make it look like our budget is decreased, which reaches my party's goals. And secondly, it gives the legislature an important task, which is what it always wants. And what's this only caused Abraham to look up. Yes, you say you're giving up control, which is which you'd only do if you actually remained in control of it. So we don't have an actual important task, do we? You'd have better. You have oversight. That means you don't have to get involved in a matter unless something pressing happens, which is much better than actually having to look into things, is it not? Karen, on the other hand, finally snapped her briefcase shut and looked between the two of her compatriots. Alright, this sounds good for now. I think we should declare this informal meeting over and we'll see you tomorrow for the real when the real thing happens, okay? Boulder tapped the gavel on a nearby block, and the three members of the legislature rise from their benches and leave the room. Alice got up from their little table, and Hook remained seated. Did that go well? 
It's went all right. Do you have any pressing matters to deal with when it comes to your district? Or are you free to deal with art matters? There is an art matter that needs to be dealt with. Uh, your new secretary, she needs to know how you want things done. And we can't just throw her into the fray and say, good luck. You need to see if she'll work out for you, for yourself. You closed the office to me, though. Remember? Um, yes. Come in tomorrow, though, and help out, will you? I think, for the most part, we'll have everything cleaned up by then. Uh, fine, but after the budget meeting we have here... Yes, after we're done here for the day, then we'll go and head over to the Art Council. She headed for the exit while Hook organized the papers in his briefcase that he'd brought along. He stuffed everything into the briefcase, making sure it all sort of fit, and then closed that and scurried along to get out of there. Meanwhile, at the art council, Lawrence and Susanna are on the elevator as it dings, announcing its arrival at the top floor. The doors swing open, allowing them to get off. However, as they exit, they are greeted by Duncan Blast. Their first look presents them with a thin, busy man with a pencil of facial hair dotted about his face. He is the building's supervisor commissioner, and his secretary, Irene, a no-nonsense approach of a woman who glares down at everyone. Behind the two stood an ornate but simple plain office that stuck out because it was all in white. Everything that could be seen was painted white and made for a bit of a glare and mind-boggling moment when light came in from the windows and shone off of it. What? Who are you two and what are you interrupting the building commissioner's day for? Uh, apologies, we didn't think you'd be in. I'm showing the young Miss Susanna Bruce, the new secretary for Morgan Hook, the arts commissioner, around. Uh, she's getting the lay of the building and wanted to see what was up here. I hope we haven't caused an, an inconvenience for you. You certainly have. We are on our way to an important meeting, and we have to get to it. Now, get out of the way. Lawrence and Susanna then step to the side just so that they can... Say that they're out of the way as Irene busily stomps onto the elevator. Duncan, however, rubbed his chin, still standing in the spot he had been in, and taking his time for a second to look as if he remembered something. His eyes had fallen on Susanna. Susanna Bruce sounds familiar. You probably know my dad, the governor? Irina, who was in the elevator, poked her head out. Oh, yes, that's right. I, I do know the governor. Say hi to him for me. With that, Duncan stepped onto the elevator, which dinged and doors swept shut. Lawrence waited a second before pressing the call button to retrieve the elevator for them. Not much to this space, but when it is night, supposedly it's pretty nice to be up here. Otherwise, you're stuck in a glaring white hellhole. I can barely make out anything in here. It's all so sane-looking. Anyway, what does the building commissioner do? They manage what goes on in the building and who gets what offices and so on. It's another layer of government to keep the government working, I think. What? The elevator announced its arrival and opened its doors. Lawrence signaled for Susanna to get on first with his hand, and she took a few tentative steps towards it, with him following. As far as I can tell, the government loves to create levels of government. They do this so that everything can continually run without the government having to have oversight of all that is going on. When do the levels of governments end then? It seems like it should go on and on and on, shouldn't it, Lawrence? 
Uh, well, I guess at the civil service workers who are on the bottom rung, the end of the end, the ones who have just got hired to work get the job of keeping everything running. Oh. She finally stepped onto the elevator, the dazed look returning to her eyes as she got lost in her thoughts. Lawrence had followed her on and stepped over to the elevator buttons, which he promptly hit the, the one for the art council floor. The elevator once again announced that it was closing its doors, and they were soon headed downward. They were soon back in Hook's office, finishing off the afternoon and into the early evening, sorting through the remainder of files. Although Lawrence did his best not to completely overwhelm Susanna on her first day, so he sent her home shortly afterward as he finished up. A couple of hours later, Lawrence grabbed the last paper off of Hook's desk and looked over the office as the door opened. Alice poked her head in to see what was going on. And where is the young bubbly secretary who belongs to the governor? Oh, done for the day, miss. Oh, we visited the commissioner for the building and the whole thing kind of fizzled her mind, I think. Ah, uh, yes, that would be fun. By the way, tomorrow afternoon, Hook will be back at the office. I think we can return you to doing more important tasks at the state legislature, though keeping a low profile. Karen Hunt again? I'm more worried about the brimstone Abraham Bartholomew. He does love to shake things up at the last minute with speeches on religion and then voting no on all matters that seem to pop up. I don't think anyone has successfully sidelined him or his speeches. No, I don't think we want to sideline him per se. But if we were to get him to do it on the first thing, maybe the first thing that happens during the meeting, the day can only get better from there. Maybe I think I see where you're going. Is there anything else you need from me today? Oh, I was just checking to make sure things were okay today. The office looks like an office thanks to you, so thank you for doing this project. Shall we head home? Lawrence nodded to this and headed over to the coat rack and grabbed his coat. After you. But Alice signaled that he should go first, and so he did step out. Alice admired that the office was clean and that you could now see that there, there was art around the place. And there was no more filing cabinets just haphazardly sitting out in the open, taking in the sight once more. She smiled and then turned and headed out herself. The usual cast of Hook, Alice, Boulder, Karen, Abraham, plus a few other not nearly important state legislature figures sat in the same room as they had the previous day. The early morning hour shone through a few windows, the only difference being that there was a few reporters who made up in the audience. We're calling to session this meeting of budgetary concerns. This, this is a vote to include the Art Council's proposed budget into the state's budget. Abraham stood up, looking full of vim and vigor, and surprised even Karen, who was sitting next to him, and she glanced over. Do you have something to say, Abraham? I do indeed. It has come to my attention that the arts are not mentioned in the My Bible. It was pointed out by certain people that because of such things, that it would not be good for me to sit here and keep quiet until the very end. I, therefore, insist that this meeting be scrapped, and if not, that the vote should be counted now. We must get on with things that are more important than art. This meeting will not be scrapped, Abraham. It's a simple roll call vote to see what we're going towards. But we shall consider that you're had a no vote and move beyond. 
Is that okay? Yes, uh, no vote it is. Great. But, well, I don't see anything keeping us from voting on this, so I will warn the Arts Council that things will still be subject to change as, it, as we figure out how to pass the whole thing through the state. So, as most of us go, I think it's okay to vote for it. I do have one question before we go, uh, before we do that, if that's okay. Oh, um, yes, Karen, please go ahead. There are some stories going around that the Council for Arts is in disarray. What do you say to this, and have you made amends for it yet? Hook leaned forward and offered a grin and then pointed over towards Alice. We've, we fixed that, as, as my permanent civil servant Alice can better explain. Alice glared over at Hook for a second before turning back to the legislature. We had a problem from a departure in our offices. It spiraled out of control as we tried to find a new person for the position. That is now sorted, and we're training staff to all recognize and file away files that they're laying around at the end of the day. So it's all fixed. Isn't that a bit redundant? Uh, yes, Abraham. I found that the government works best when it has several layers all checking to make sure that something is done. Boulder then slapped his gavel down on his little wooden mallet and made get everyone's attention again. Yes, well, if that is all the questions, and I think we can call a vote. A moment of silence passed as no one objected. Right, eyes and nays, please declare yourself. A few eyes and a single bellowous neigh moved about the room. With that done, Balder once again smacked his gavel against the block. Budget primarily agreed upon and submitted. You may be called upon to make further statements and justification to the state. Don't run off and spend all of your budget as it isn't officially official yet. With that, the legislature group had assembled all stood and made for the door. Alice and Hook followed suit towards the regular exit and looking relieved that the madness was mostly over. Are you trying to throw me under the bus by making me explain what's going on? No, I figured you'd have a better answer because you know everything about the office, and I don't, apparently. By the way, are we really training everyone to know the when to file a file? No, that would take too long. I merely said it to let the legislature know that we're doing things to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense, too. End of episode 6. Thank you for listening.